Chapter 1 Pilot Potts Con Anderson Pilot, Alpha Horizon is not moving. Commander Gunner Dovemont's voice blasted through the comm receiver, nearly blowing out Potts' right temporal bone. Don't you think I know that? Potts snapped. Truth was, Alfie had been drifting in space for seven minutes. She hadn't reached the launch coordinates, and the worm mole showed no interest in tunneling. The commander growled. Do your job, pilot. Get her going. Now. Potts tried to remain calm. Alpha Horizon responded better when her pilot was calm. Katabare, Bacane, Potts yelled. Where is Captain Montalbaum? I want to speak to the captain. Immediately. Over the calm, Potts heard. Frost my baking balls, that goat-crouching crone. Potts snorted and cut the connection. If only she could see the commander now. Those fuzzy caterpillar eyebrows would be smashed together, and that square-jawed military billboard face, red and steaming. Gunner should know better. Crones don't take orders from the military. Not directly, anyway. The thought of the commander gnashing teeth in the command center made Potts smile. Gunner was formidable and was accustomed to everyone hopping at his command, but Potts remained determined not to be cowed by him. Her decisions concerning Alpha Horizon mattered more than any other on the ship, at least while she occupied the pilot seat. Potts opened the pilot's secure comm, but the connection was dead. Too bad. Gunner would be crescendo-cussing by now. Potts' stomach tightened a little. Had she pushed the commander too far? I hope so, Potts snickered. I'm a crone, and worm-mole spaceships need crones to fly. Moments later, the secure comm beeped. Captain Montalbaum here at your command, Pilot Potts. Montalbaum's voice had a comforting mixture of humor and indignation, quite an indulgence given that it came from a seasoned NASA captain who had just answered the summons of a greenhorn pilot. What appears to be the problem with Alpha Horizon? That second sentence was all business. Potts relaxed into the soft cocoon of Alfie's control station. The pink organic chair was warm and fleshy, pulsing, easing the tension in Potts' muscles. A new connection formed, linking the pilot with Alpha Horizon. Potts felt her, and the worm mole's stomach began to gurgle and churn. Bile burned the tunica mucosa of their food tubes. The experience was alarming, given that Potts drank only water during her shift. I'll bet Alfie has indigestion, Potts gasped into the calm. That last expanse was dense with ammonia. It tasted horrible. Even so, Alfie and I are confident the tunnel is stable. Worm moles were thought to be mindless organisms on the same cognitive level as insects. Claiming that such creatures should have confidence seemed a little beyond their mental capacities. However, Potts reasoned that Alfie was a huge creature whose brains, both the forward and the posterior ones, were exponentially larger than any human's dollop of grain material— even the combined cranium matter of the brilliant E-2 brothers who had discovered and hatched the space creatures. Potts imagined that on some level Alfie might be wiser than humans. But as a scientist, 
she acknowledged that evidence of the wormhole's intelligence had yet to be observed. Nonetheless, Potts enjoyed being a wormhole pilot. It was an elite job, requiring pilots who had been able to show rapport with the bizarre creatures from space. Captain Montalbaum's voice boomed, deep and authoritative. Indigestion, is it? Right. Understood. Get Alfie moving as soon as she feels better, okay? Remind her of the importance of our mission. Ten billion lives in jeopardy. The totality of humanity. No need to remind me, Potts whispered through clenched teeth.